What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Old Bridge FFL Podcast, Episode 8. Uh, we're going to get into the Week 3 recap. That's what this podcast is going to focus on today. But obviously, uh, some shit went down at the end of Week 3 that we have to address right away. Uh, True called me, asked me if he could come say some things on the mic. So True's here. True, I'm just going to hand it right over to you right away. Um, I'd like to just apologize for uh, like acting how I acted. It just, like, wasn't right at all. I don't want to set an example, like, if that was the right way of acting, because it wasn't at all. Um, I just, like, I'm just a competitive person. Like, I'm sorry for Tommy. I'm sorry for Mr. Cassidy. Sorry for anybody I disrespected. Just just a competitive person. True, it's not like he's in detention right now. I I didn't even make him say that either. (laughs) He called me and told me. That was genuine. True. So, uh, what happened, I don't know if anyone left early, didn't see it. There was some controversy because... Of the rules, honestly, just not a clear something situation. that hasn't happened yeah. in the six years that we've been doing this league. And so basically, uh, Truce team tried calling back to back timeouts on offense uh, late in the game on the last play of the game. Uh, ref Ed Casterly made a call, said you can't do that. Kurtzman never had in a rule book whether you could or couldn't do that. So that's just another thing that we've been saying. About this league, you know, it's the first season of it, first few weeks, there's going to be, you know, bumps in the road. This obviously being one of them, True, I really appreciate you coming and apologizing. No one forced True to do that. He honestly hit us up and asked if he could come on and apologize because he wasn't happy about what happened. He, he didn't feel good about it after. So I just, you know what I mean? Just everyone respect the refs. Rules are going to be more clear. Kurtzman is dropping a new and updated rule book covering a bunch of different things by Wednesday, you said, right, Gersman? Yeah, I'm going to have it done by Wednesday. Um, I started it today at work. Um, I'm just going to make it so that there is no possible way that something like happened on Sunday is going to happen again. Every single thing that can happen in a football game from the NFL rulebook, I will be making a rule either one way or another. There will not be anything that's not covered in this rulebook. I will be sending it to captains on Wednesday. It'll be tweeted on social media, and it'll be tweeted on the uh, it'll be posted on the Instagram as well. All right, and I, th- I think that's, you know... That's all there is to say about it. Yeah, I think that's something that happened that hasn't happened happened in six seasons that I've been a part of this and running it. Um, But just have faith in me. It won't happen again. Don't worry. I I think we're all good moving forward. So it was a good week, week three. As always, shout out to Edwin. Shout out to Kyle Mapson for being there, catching the stuff on film and uh, video Mm -hmm. and pictures and all that. Uh, so let's get right into these games. Where do we want to start, Kurtzman? We got Kurtzman got a lot of stats here for us today. It's me, Kurtzman, True, my dad. We're gonna have some uh, some other people calling there in. There is here. some news. There is some so, news. Yeah, in the yeah, lead. There will have, be callers. In the, just... Yeah, we got we got some things to discuss here today. So let's let's go. 11, give me an eleven o'clock game. Eleven o'clock game. Before we go any further, I just want to say uh, something about the refs. And I've been helping out the refs the last couple of weeks. Uh, calls are. are it's up for interpretation to the referee. We had a game where Matt Marola was a defensive player in an offensive player's huddle. But, like, I saw it. I knew he was kidding around. It wasn't a problem. So, you know, you don't throw a flag on that. But the next game, the Giant game, we had John Smarkos losing his mind because there was a defensive player in his huddle. Now, does a flag get thrown there? Because we didn't throw one in the prior game, but... Uh, a giant player felt we deserved to throw a flag there. I mean, at the end of the game, that was chaos. But understand, uh, not every person, not every referee is perfect. Uh, it's almost impossible <laughs> to ref a game to, to the letter because there are some things you're going to let go. There are some things you don't see. And, and, and face it, everyone's human. 
Um, I try to help out as much as I can when I'm on the sideline to see what I see uh, and relate it to the ref. But uh, again, there's there's no reason to uh, to go overboard with slamming the ref or, or having words with the ref. Yeah, so let's just keep it clean. Let's just yeah. let's keep it clean, both sides, it, everyone moving it, forward. Just everyone's got to understand that you know there are some things that we're going to be very lenient on, and there's some things that we're going to you know enforce. So, uh, like I said, it all comes down to interpretation. And the clarity, I think there will be way more clarity moving forward. Kurtzman revising the rules, thinking about every possible situation and what could happen. Trust me, the kids all over it. So let's actually get into these games now. Five minutes on an apology. So let's get into these games. First game, Browns versus Jets. Kurtzman versus Paul Ferrelli's team. Kurtzman, uh, after, well, let's talk about your team first. You have some numbers you want to read out here? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I finished 19 of 29, four touchdowns, one pick, five rushes, 45 yards, and another touchdown. Uh, Pip had 11 targets, six for 60. Um, Luigi had two interceptions on defense. Antonio had four catches for 40 yards and a touchdown. I really spread the ball around a lot. I felt like uh, I have seven guys who everyone caught the ball except for ooh, except for Chance Cooper. It happens, Chance. Don't mm. worry. Uh, but I, I feel like I did a really good job spreading the ball around, maintaining the running the clock well, getting in hurry up when I needed to. We started out really slow. The Jets came out, all had these playbooks on their arms and like the on like the things that the NFL players use, and they came out on the first drive and they scored on four straight plays. It was I thought we were going to be in trouble, but um, and then they also got a stop on defense and could have went up by two scores. But after we got a stop, we scored thirty two unanswered and won thirty two seven. We also got Paul here, who's just pulled up. Let's talk about the game. So, Paul, Kersman just outlined the situation where uh, you guys come out hot. You know you had your plays. You guys were ready to play. Came out, scored on the first drive, looked great. Then you get a stop, and you have the chance to go up two scores right there. Obviously, you fail to capitalize. Kersman says this team rips off a huge run after. What do you think went wrong for you guys? Uh, well, obviously, we were hyped. We got a stop, and we had a chance to go up two scores. But, I mean, their D-line was on me all game. We went three and out multiple times but after we scored we went three and out and then one, they just had a big play as soon as they got the ball back and I think that kind of what, slow, what slows you guys down why'd you come out so hot you were clicking bang 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 and then so what second possession you guys stopped calling plays or what I don't really know what it is honestly uh, I mean we came out strong scored first drive that was good but uh, I mean yeah the D-line was giving me trouble the whole game I was just I was trying to do my best. I mean, we we were driving the ball down the field. I threw three picks where, where I say were my fault. One was catchable, but well, uh, Pete's play. Yeah, I mean, it was Pete, it was it was, little, it, 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 was it was a tough ball Pete. for Pete. I yeah. should have put it in a better spot, but I mean, four. I think they were all in the red zone too, yeah. or three of them maybe. All on all after the first. We down were pick, mark, we were picking up first downs. Yeah, no, just, for sure. How do you feel about how do you feel about the Browns? Uh, I mean, they're. They win their games in the trenches. I mean, they are, their O-line and D-line are probably top two. So what, the what's the biggest takeaway from this game, you think, Kurtzman? That if Paul doesn't throw interceptions, it's a lot closer than the scoreboard says. Like they, I think he threw two interceptions in the right, like in the end zone. Yeah. So I think that if those turn into touchdowns, and I think as Paul continues to get better at quarterback, I think, listen, I think he needs to just – Spread the ball out, call plays. Hopefully, and you mix up snap counts. I think you just got to yo use your head more. You're a football <laughs> player. Use your head. I saw. Um, I heard people were talking about Bryce Walker made a big play for you, Paul. Right? He, yeah, Bryce was making plays 
all I, games. So okay. shout out! I want to shout yeah. out. I want to see Alfred. Bryce I went some, five for seventy-eight in a touchdown. That's so a, that a very that's a, a good day. Dad, did you see any of uh, Christmas game or? I I actually was on the side of the field. I was got Giants and Raiders and uh, Vikings, and the um, who they play? Who? The Vikings. Who they play? The Vikings the Titans. play the Titans. Titans. Right. I was at those two games. But after the game, after Paul's game, I had a chance to go over and talk to him. I asked him, uh, you know, how to go. And, and just like he said, you know, they came out first drive, they were on fire, and, and uh, things, the wheels kind of came off and things went downhill after that. But and then I asked him, I said, being a former quarterback, I asked him. <laughs> Guru. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, for, former championship quarterback. Uh, and league MVP. Humble uh, <laughs> back. I asked him, I said, what, you know, what went wrong? And at, at no point did he ever say, put any of it on his teammates. It, it was always said, it's all on me. Um, because I, I know sometimes routes can be run wrong, um, at, you know, dragging defenders into areas they shouldn't be, uh, maybe you're not getting great protection. I mean, all the above, but never Paul never said a word about that. Like I said, put everything on him, and, and I got a newfound uh, respect. If I didn't have more than I had already. For Paul? For Paul, absolutely, absolutely. I think, people are, sleeping, I think people are sleeping on Paul, man. Paul, I keep saying it. Paul's a leader, and uh, if I had to have a teammate, he'd be the one I'd, I'd, I'd want. Wow, so Paul just jumps to the top of your leaderboard after getting his ass whooped? Like, that's, that's, that's what happens? No, you want players yeah. like that on your team. Paul's a dog. So, all right, so uh, before we move off this game, Kurtzman, give me give me some more stats. I want to get people's stats out here. I, I want to show some love to some some people out here. I wish I knew how to read this better. Just, give me, give me just Fat Pete had a good day? Um, Pete went three catches... 32 yards didn't really he was in my he was in my face all day on defense no defensive stats but he was definitely felt I was running around a lot I was making plays but they, their D line was doing a very good job as well um Liam Riley three catches on the all on the first drive he was eating us on the first drive I couldn't I, I was just like wow like He's we're getting beat by people who I haven't really seen crazy. play uh we said Bryce had five for 78 and a touchdown and that's really it. Jack only had two catches, 11 yards. What about your team? Uh, my team. Give me, give me some guys. Give me some stats from your team. I'll Joey, have... six for 60. Uh, Nick Villano had three catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. Matt Hughes caught a touchdown. Um, John Harnish, who hadn't really done a lot so far this season, caught a touchdown for me too. Played very well. Uh, Matt Hughes, two sacks. We had six sacks as a team, so he said our D-line played very well. Um, their off offensive line was missing a key piece, Matt Short, and it was a late scratch, no chance for a sub. Kind of sucked. I was hoping for a better line, uh, a matchup up front. Uh, like I said, Luigi had two interceptions. We had four as a team. And uh, Antonio, big day again. Made some big catches for me. So, uh, do you feel, before we move off your game, I like that we just read everyone's numbers. We're going to do that hopefully every game here. Uh, do you feel that your team got better this week? That question goes to both of you guys. You can go first if you like. Um, yeah, honestly, even though like we just got beat bad last two weeks, I'm not that worried still. Like We just played the two best teams, and we just lost our quarterback. We've just been in a scramble the last, last two weeks trying to figure shit out. And... I think we got some winnable games coming up, and I'm not too worried. I think my team's going to pull it together in the next couple of weeks. We're gaining some need, much-needed experience these first couple of weeks. What about you, Chris? Man? Yeah, I mean, I think my team continues to grow each week. I continue to play a little bit better. Uh, they they do a lot for me. My receivers make plays, and I think as long as we continue to play a smart game and do what we need to do on defense by like, containing the quarterback and making plays in the secondary, I think we'll be fine. All right, so let's uh, good. Uh, you just want to ask how how uh, what do you think about Jack Jack Starna, the new player? I thought Jack played well. I mean, like he's an athlete. I mean, everyone thinks that like as soon as you come in this league, like 
it's just like every other time you play football, like it's, it, it's really it's not like that. It's different. So like it's gonna take a game or two for anyone to adjust and realize the speed and like the way the game goes. He had mentioned it was a lot faster than he yeah, thought it would be. Yeah, but I mean Jack's an athlete, he played pretty good defense on Pip the whole game. Uh, yeah. I tried to get him as involved as much as I can, but again, like it's hard to just find that rhythm in the first week for a new player, so we'll get it going going for it. I'm confident in him. Alright, so let's move on to the next game here. Let's go Giants Raiders here. We'll go to a twelve thirty game because Kurtzman's still currently doing stats for this other eleven o'clock game. I got True here, quarterback, or ex-quarterback of the Giants, and I got uh, Nick Sedano here of the Raiders, so we got two guys to talk about this game. Before we get into the game, True has announced that he's giving up his quarterback role on his team. True, can you tell me why you're making the switch to Rob Bell and, and giving it up? Um, I just feel like Rob has a way better arm than me, and I'm just better at blocking and playing tight end, so... Just see how it goes. Yo, True is talking like he's in detention, man. Uh, Nick, do you think that after playing True for the after playing True just past week, do you think it would be better for his team to switch to Rob Bell? Uh, me personally, I think that uh, True's team is better with Rob Bell because honestly, Rob Bell will create more opportunities for the receivers. Suppose True can't make the downhill throw. Not not no trash to True, yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, if you're a defense, like we were. When I made the game plan, I said, True can't throw deep, so everyone play up. So that also is Dylan. So with Dylan, you're guarding Dylan. Like I told Jordan Oyer, don't worry about deep. He can't make that throw. Look, play the 10 yards, and that's all you have to worry about. And Jordan Oyer had a great game. So we're going to get into Jordan Oyer. I promise you we will get into Jordan Oyer here. Dad, you want to say something about yeah, the I game? Said, I think it's funny he said no trash. Uh, all he did was talk trash to True during a game. Oh, Nick? Yeah, yeah, enemies on the field. Yeah, you know? yeah but we're good offense. Mind you, he didn't sack me once. Peep the he stats. had three kids blocking me, and I was he in his face every play. every play. Every play. Every play. So, so that so offensive line needs work, but you know. So, obviously, this was a, a low-scoring affair, 12-6 to 6 final score. Nick, why did your team last week, you guys look so good, so organized, you were telling me you had your plays, you know, you were running out the playbook. We had that little controversy. Why do you think, you know, you went from well-oiled machine last week to even though you still got the dub this week, clearly a step back offensively? Uh, first couple drives went by the playbook that we had. Towards, we kind of started getting momentum, but then we stopped opening the playbook and doing shit on the fly again like we used to, and that's why our offense did nothing. Credits, to, they had a good defense, but honestly, we could have put up way more points. Also, we have a TJ Angstat missed throw. Or miscatch, you could say that was a touchdown. And a lot of other key plays that like could have turned into touchdowns, but we weren't weren't using the playbook. So it was like you're kind of doing shit on the fly, and it, it's never gonna work out. To the two scores, it was Mbimbo had a, a nice touchdown, right? To Zach Bellheimer, Cat, catch. Wait, he threw a touchdown. Yeah, he, yeah, threw, a touchdown. he, he threw, threw a touchdown. Threw a touchdown. Yeah. You didn't have a long run for a touchdown? No, Douglas got me. Oh, okay, but yeah. you had, you did have a long run in the game. So Mbimbo threw a touchdown and caught a touchdown. Yeah, he most did one How'd you guys score, True? Who, who got in the end zone for you? True had the rushing touchdown. You almost had another one, too, on a dive. You were down, though, at the one. I scored. No, nah, you, were down. you were down. There is a video there of it. There is a video of it. There's video of that? There is video of it. Showing him getting tackled, right? Yeah, if him, if him the flag come up. at Tommy. Tommy's like, nah. <laughs> you did dive, though. It was good. It was, it was, it was a great effort. So let, let's get into uh, the Raiders' defense here. We talked about True struggling a little bit at quarterback. I got to shout out Joe Denoya, man. This kid really came out here and played phenomenal man-to-man defense on Dylan. Nick said this kid was locked in all week preparing to guard Dylan. He, he said, you know what, I'm a six-round pick. I want to come out here and prove myself. He, he said he's been telling me, man, you better get me on the podcast. I haven't been getting 
enough respect out here. So I, I do have to give credit where it's due. Joe Denoya brought the energy for you guys. He came, 100%. played extremely well. And, and like I keep saying, man, that's what this league is about. He came out there and said, I don't care if Dylan was the third pick and whatever you guys think of me, I'm going to play my heart out. And I, I, he really, really played well. Did he play in the first week? What? Did he play in the first week? Joe Denoya? Yeah. yeah. But Jordan we weren't Noya organized the first week. Okay. Not one much, but. So I think that's. I think I think we're gonna have to start getting a uh, Joe Denoya first team all defense conversation conversation going. Yeah, I'm sorry. All I, week. Really, I just don't like. I don't believe in my arm enough to say like Joe Denoya is that like good, or like that he strapped Dylan. Cause hey, man, it's just like, day, you can look at the stats. It, I mean, Dylan, we can look at stats. We can look at stats at the end of the day. On how many targets? Because do not sleep on Joe Denoya's pass breakup. Any other, he I had multiple other pass breakups on Dylan. Dylan Shuray fries Joe Denoya. But he didn't. Fries Why didn't he? Because I'm terrible at quarterback. We'll see. True is so awesome. I'm going to side with True here. Nah, we're giving credit to Raiders fumbled the ball on opening drive at Giants got on a two-yard line and... True scored on a dive. Other than that, they had zero offense for the day. You want to credit the rated defense, but True is here telling him that he had a bad day. I'm going to side with True on this one. Wow. I, How many listen, bad I days is True going to have? He had a bad day last week. I'm I, terrible at quarterback. I listen, like, man. Two you bad pick- weeks, and he's sitting on the bench next week as quarterback. <laughs> as quarterback. I'm not going to take anything away from Denoya, but I got to see more than this last game to say uh, uh, he's, a, he's an elite defender. First team all day. I'm it's putting, gonna happen. I'm putting the chips. I did. The, I, I, I did. did I think he had a, a great game. I'm not gonna take that away from him. But so I what, see what a little he, more, especially when you get your defense got torched in week one. I mean, if he was there, where was he? You know, we were running zone, man. Give man, me some. Zone. Give me some some solutions here. What your takeaway from you see True's <clears> team, you see them switching to Rob L. That how do you think that opens up their offense? I'm not gonna say Rob Al's more mobile than True. True. True can run. Okay, I think Rob's a little bit more mobile. Yeah, no, all right, we know we know that, but that that's not what he's bringing to the table. What he's, he's bringing to the table is the ability, yeah, to throw the ball downfield. I think we see a lot more Dylan with Rob, and I I, I don't think that, and it's not it's it's not True's fault. He just he's not a quarterback. He and tried. He, he Kurtzman needed a quarterback in the league. He said, "I got you." He got a dub. He won a game. <laughs> he's competitive, but you know, this... I th- I don't I think I think True's team. This is what I will say about their team, which I, I texted to Dylan and I said to True earlier. I love True, Johnny, Nick Douglas on the line. Three guys who could block, shed the block, catch the ball, and make people miss in the open field. Douglas, big athletic kid. Johnny, one of the shiftiest players in the league, low key. You think Nick is making a sour face? Johnny is shifty. shifty. Don't don't tell me Johnny's not shifty. Johnny shifty. be catching and, and getting up. Uh, True, we all know what True could do. True's got great hands. Big physical guy out there. I think True fits better as a tight end, a, a blocker, and a rusher. Your team is 100 percent better with you I, not yeah. a quarterback, and that's that, and that's 100%. not me being an ass or anything. No, that, but like the thing is, like I drafted Rob knowing like if I played like shit, you know what I mean? Like he'll Rob step is, in at quarterback. I, I've been saying that since like you know what I mean since week one. Like Rob, if he has to play quarterback, he's playing quarterback. Like so that's fine. Like I see. And I, you're playing tight end, correct? Yeah. So yeah. Your yeah. Line, like listen, your line's good. But it even gets better. Yeah, you no, 100%. 100%. 100%. So, so th- that it for this game? Or we, we pretty much got a, a good recap of that one, True? I was disappointed there was no offense in the game on both sides. I, so I mean, there were flashes. Nick what? had a great run. Nick had a great catch. Uh, almost went, took it to the house. And Bimbo had a great catch and, and a nice uh, throw for a touchdown. Why do you think they struggled? No, I'm not, Giants, got Giants the best have a good defense. D. They okay. got a good D. So you think league. it was just two good defenses, two solid teams playing? 
I, I think more what uh, Nick was saying that where they when they came out with their plays they they moved we the ball. We drove down the field, no problem. And when they they got away from that, they they stopped moving the ball. All right, so that that's it for this game. We gave, we gave it some time. I feel like that was a, a good coverage of it. We got the quarterback change and. Uh, the Raiders won again. We all we all thought they were going to win. I ended up changing my mind last second. I sold out for the podcast. Mistake. Uh, <laughs> it's a hater. It is what it is. You know? Toxic podcaster. Toxic. But, Very toxic. But it is what it is. the power rankings. All right. Now let's switch to the other 11 o'clock game. Let's go back to the 11 o'clock games. We got Titans versus Vikings, which we all thought was going to be a great game. Turned out to be another low-scoring uh, affair, one-possession game. Uh, Dad, you saw a lot of that game, so I'll go to you first. Give me some of your, your takeaways. Uh, Connor Romano, freakish athlete. Uh, there's nothing he can do on a football field. Uh, was a little disappointed that Friel admitted he didn't want to play quarterback anymore. They said, uh, Zach, we got Zach Sheree here, actually. Remember, remember the team. Zach, if you could step up to the mic real quick and, and talk about that a little bit. Zach, text me some breaking news here. Zach, you want to uh, release it to the podcast? So we've been having quarterback talks since week one, whether it was going to be Mikey or Connor Friel, and then... Last week, uh, last game actually, Connor Friel was just like played every play on offense and defense. So we took him out, and Connor Romano was like, "Let me be quarterback. I'm just gonna run." And he ended up running like a couple plays, just like calling hike. Lebo was playing great on the line, just like running up the middle, creating a hole for him. And then he was like, "Yo, let's take a shot. Like, let's throw the ball." And he had pressure on him immediately. Made a great throw downfield to Joe Ivanak, which he dropped. Wow. And then there was another play. He threw a deep ball to me and pass interference on Joe Piscopo. So, I mean, he was throwing the ball, and we were talking about, like, should Connor Romano be the quarterback? But we feel like with Mikey at quarterback, me, Joe Ivanak, Connor Romano, Connor Friel, like, a lot of weapons. So, and at the end of the day, like, when we're in the huddle, it's always Mikey calling the plays. Like, hey, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. So, like, he has quarterback experience. He's, like, telling us what to do. And you could tell that Connor Friel doesn't want to be the quarterback, so... I definitely like Mikey at quarterback, and I'm very interested to see what he can do. So you think your team's better with Mikey at quarterback? Um, yes. I I, I, I just think he wants to play quarterback. I think you got. I think for everything you said, that you guys are definitely better with him at quarterback. Connor Friel, he's a great, great athlete. He could play wide receiver too. He said he's perfectly fine with not playing quarterback. He After like halfway yeah, through the first yeah, game, he doesn't. Like, he doesn't want to play quarterback. Uh, Connor, I think you need Connor Romano at receiver. He doesn't want to play quarterback either. Yeah. Mikey, obviously good quarterback, wants to play quarterback, so I think he's your, your best uh, option there. Dad, how do you g- – give me some takeaways from, from this game here. Well, again, speaking with uh, Connor Friel, he told me that uh, he feels the team is stronger with him at receiver and, and, and Romano on the other side. And I agree. I agree. Um, like I said, I'm watching uh, Romano play quarterback, and there was a play where he rolled to his left. He was a right-handed quarterback. And threw a perfect strike about 40 yards downfield that was unfortunately dropped for a touchdown. He threw the same kind of pass to seal the game too. To yes, who, who right. was that? Was it to you? Uh, no, Buster. Buster. Oh, to Buster. Okay, to win the game right there. That was, it was yeah, the kids gifted and watching him run and 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 you know, juking players. Moves on people, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's 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 a special talent, and I can see why he was number one pick overall. So give me some. Uh, so how you feel about the Titans? Yeah, they're now zero and three. Yeah, they're zero and three. Titans disappointed yeah. me. Uh, I thought I'd see a little bit more offense from them. I know they had a two-hour practice in the rain this week. I thought they'd iron out some of the wrinkles. Uh, they needed to get more organized, and I figured this practice would do it. But uh, like I said, there are, there are athletes on that team. There are players on that team. You know, they're in every game. Every game they've lost by uh, you know one score. Mm-hmm. 
they're just not getting over the top. They're, they're not moving the ball the way they should be moving the ball. What do you think they need to do? Give me, like, if you were the coach of their team, what are some suggestions you would make? How do you open up their offense? Well, their playmaker is Piscopo, and right now he's the quarterback. Uh, if you're going to remain at quarterback and maybe you want to put in some run-oriented you know, plays, uh, they're not using motion enough. I tell everyone in the league this. Start off with motion. That'll show you what the defense – the defense will show you the hand when you start a, a receiver in motion. Do you think that it was a mistake to move uh, Matt Esposito from line to outside? He's a big receiver. I love big receivers. You know, uh, someone's not afraid to go over the middle and catch a ball. So uh, I'm not saying that's a mistake. If you wanted to move him at tight end where, you know, you have that option of him leaking out, I'm all for that too. Um, but like I said, if those are your playmakers – and if, it's, if you're not going to have a run-oriented offense with, with uh, Pisco, a quarterback, maybe you want to switch to quarterback and still use him as a weapon. This way, you know, you got uh, Esposito on the outside. Who will play quarterback? Uh, well, Joe has with... to play quarterback. Absolutely did, no did question George about it. Did George start at quarterback? George can't play quarterback, and he's got a, a hamstring problem now. Okay. Joe is fine at quarterback. I no, just I'm think... not have no problems with that. Yeah. I'm just saying he's a weapon. So if, you, if he's not going to use him as a weapon at quarterback, then maybe you want to move him to the outside and, and get the ball to him. No, nah, I think the ball needs to be in his hands every play. Uh, Kersman, you see any of that game? or No, I didn't see any of the game. I just think that the Titans also need to use one of their other weapons, Matt Marola. I feel like you, dumping off to the linemen is a lot of what I do on our team, and all of my linemen catch the ball each week. And I feel like you got to get the ball in your best player's hands. You drafted Matt in the second round, the top of the second round, so I think you just need to – Find ways to keep getting him and Spo the ball. George is a good a good third option on offense as well, and I just think that you just need to outsmart teams if you don't have all the pieces put together. You know, zero and three, you are not out of it by any. any There's means two at other all. one and two teams. There's two other two and one. Zach, teams. your team went to two and one. How do you feel you guys played? Obviously, offense you are a little shaky, but defensively, uh, how do you think you guys performed? Um, I think everyone. Was everyone said when we drafted our team we have no line and we've had Connor Romano and Mikey on the line and Connor's a beast like just jumps up swats balls at the line like he's just always in the quarterback's face and like that surprised me but I mean we got a lot of like defensive backs so like that's helpful we got good pressure Noah Torino going down was huge but like we just keep finding someone else to replace him and they're doing their part I'm not gonna say they're doing better but. Like, we had Lebo this week, played great. He came up to me after the game. He was like, I thought I was out of shape, and I started to realize, like, the people on the other team are out of shape. <laughs> <not there>. So, <laughs> wow, shots. Shots, shots. sent at, uh, at the Titans over there. That's Matt. He's sending shots at Matt. Matt, stop smoking the, the stig. Maybe Lebo will think you're in better, some better shape over here. All right, before we move on from that game, Kurtzman just wants to read some stats here. Let's get let's get some stats out from everyone. Yeah, I'll get everyone involved, of course. Wait, uh, we didn't do the stats of the Vikings. I will. I'll All do right, Vi- yeah. Vikings play the Titans. We got it. Don't worry. For the Titans, Joe Piscopo, 7 of 11, 75 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. But he also had six rushes, 80 yards, and a touchdown on the ground, with a, highlighted by a 45-yard touchdown, which was the only offensive score for the Titans. Spo was six targets, four catches for uh, 45 yards. See, Matt Marola, like I said, not really involved. Two catches, two yards. Like, mm. that's got to change. Um, their sub, Leibowitz had two sacks and a safety. Uh, interception for sure, first of the year for a very good defensive back in the league. And Kevin Christie had two pass breakups. Did we do stats for the the Raiders versus Giants game? Did we say stats? We gave we gave some we gave some, not all of them, but I can do you, go back. Yeah, can we can we read yeah, those? Yeah, I want to make sure we get of those course. out. Go ahead, uh, no, I'm just gonna do the Vikings first because they played the Titans. Oh, oh sh- all right. Um, 
Vikings, Friel finished 3 of 8, 30 yards and uh, 40 yards and a touchdown, also through a pick. But really, everyone had targets on this team. There were only a f- there were only six completions for the Vikings offense. Uh, Connor had one. Ivan Ack won, but it was a 20-yard touchdown. Buster, two catches for 35 yards and a touchdown, and also had the game-winning, essentially game-winning catch because it, it, it yeah. iced the game. Two sacks for Vinarina. Vinarina also looks like he played a little quarterback that game, along with Connor Romano. Romano had three carries for 40 yards on the ground and a bunch of pass breakups for Romano, Friel, Ivan Ack, and Zach. Um, going back to the Raiders-Giants game, just wanted to read some stats because I don't want anyone to yeah. feel left out, of course. Uh, True was 13 of 22 for 75 yards, no touchdowns, and had the one rushing touchdown on 17 yards, five carries. Uh, Dylan two catches on six targets, 18 yards. Douglas had four catches for 40 yards, also had a sack. Uh, two sacks for Damian. Pasquale Fuda had a sack, now his league-leading fifth sack on wow. the season. Um, not sure if it'll be Lee Lee, but I, I know at the moment it is Lee okay. Lee. I got to go through all this. I still have to finish inputting the stats. Um, Johnny had two catches, also had a fumble recovery. And those were the big plays for the, right. the Giants. So, let's get into the last game of the week right here. Uh, Saints versus Cowboys. So we, we let's, let's talk about the Saints first because we all know about the Cowboys. Let's go the new look Saints. So yeah, so are, what's going on with this team, Kurtzman? Is right. it is it uh, is Demetrius Pate official or? Yeah, I haven't talked to Dennis yet, but I'm going to later today. I can't have players not showing up. There's players that want to play in the league, and if he and I listen, I texted him and asked him if he was going to come, and he told me he was, and he still doesn't show up for a 12:30 game. So I'm I'm finding it hard to believe he's going to continue to show up. So I told Demetrius Pate, you can play for Dennis, uh, make the Saints a little more competitive, get them more players to play on the team. Uh, but if they show up, man, they got talent. So Taz, Billy, Abby, Demetrius, Jordan, Christian, they got players that can play. So I actually have Taz calling in right now to talk about his team, so let's get him on the line. All right, Saints quarterback Taz Hader on the line here. Kurtzman, before we let Taz talk, uh, read me his stat line from this week. In Taz's first legit start at quarterback, 16 of 23, 233 yards, three touchdowns, but also through three interceptions. I just want to point out that 233 yards is the record for a game in the SFL since stats have started being recorded last summer. Wow. So, Taz, with that being said, obviously you had some flashes of greatness. Obviously you had three picks that really hurt you. How do you think your team played this week, and how do you feel about uh, your team moving forward? Uh, to be honest, our, our team was actually pretty great. If it wasn't for my two, two I threw a one pick on the first drive we had. It was on, I think on the, I think it was on like a three yard line. I threw my first pick. That's one. That's enough. That's one touchdown. That should have been a touchdown. That's gone right there. And then another was on the flea flicker play. After Billy's pick, right at, right after the half, it was, I wanted, I don't, I think it was we were up down eleven, and uh, Billy picks them off. We drive down close towards the touchdown. We we ran a flea flicker, but threw another pick. So those two picks cost us like heavily. Do you think you guys so were I'm, more? Do you think you were more organized this week compared to previous? Yeah, of course. We were we were playing great. It's just to turn those two picks into touchdowns, and we have we're playing it with the best team in the league putting up a lot of points i mean even we even with my two picks or three picks uh that came the one that came with the onside kick thing even with that we still had the third highest scoring team this sunday so take those take those two picks away we got a 
got a really good game against the best team in the league. So you're really confident about your team moving forward, especially with the addition of what looks to be Demetrius Pate. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about. I forgot to mention him. He's a beast. He's <laughs> for that. I'm pretty sure he had two touchdowns. He was yes. getting to Zach. Zach is just. Yeah, so I I wanted you before before I let you go here. I wanted you to uh to say to the podcast what you said to me after the game about Zach. You can't stop him. <laughs> it's that simple. You get to him, he's gonna find some. He's gonna find one of his linemen that go out after they block off the craziest angles. It's mainly making crazy ass passes. You think you learned from him this game? Definitely. He doesn't force anything either. He doesn't force anything either. That's what I really fuck with. So, Sobes is your MVP right now? Yeah, it's not. It's really not close. Wow. All right, so anything else you want to say before we let you go here? Uh, all I'm going to say is that y'all better watch out for the Saints. That's it. All right, Taz. Thanks for calling, buddy. Last week we talked about uh, during our predictions, uh, we didn't think that the Saints were going to win, but we said they had to be competitive. Yeah. And they did show up for this game. We know there's talent on that team. And uh, Taz coming out and, and playing the way he did, it gives them a lot of hope and it gives them a, a springboard for moving forward. Like I said, I don't think they're the worst team in the league, and I do think they have a lot of talent. Taz has to sit down with uh, Tommy Savaro, uh, <laughs> Tommy Savaro quarterback school for the gifted, and he'll be fine. Did you get a rib removed? Why? You suck your own dick all the time. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Growing up, I had to move all the trophies that I had out of your room okay. just to make room for your bed. All right. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> let's get into the Cowboys here. What else could we say about them? Every week, they put on a clinic. I think I think this was their, their, t- their toughest matchup so far. I think this is the most talented team they've played. Uh, they were obviously phenomenal. Sobes is a beast. I, we, what are we going to say it every week, Kurtzman? Give me Sobe's numbers real quick. 14 of 24, six touchdowns, one interception, had 207 yards passing. It's just another week, another great week for the best quarterback in the league, and that's no slight to any other quarterbacks in the league. Zach is far and above the best. He throws for over 150 guaranteed every single week. I want week. to shout out uh, one of their players, too, offensive line, Kid Austin, yes. on their team. Beast offensive lineman. Okay. Absolutely. I think he does a great job of protecting Sobe's. Uh, he was really, really good for them. I, I liked he him. He caught a touchdown. I liked him. I liked him a lot. I think he's a beast. Uh, that the Cowboys, they don't look super like physically imposing. Liam Augie on the outsides, obviously amazing. Uh, is there some other guys in their team that that I'm not I'm not saying their names. I want I want to get them out there. I want to make Click, sure another good, very good lineman for him. He gets the snap. I I said to you or I said to you, getting the snap to you quickly is super important. Like yes. like I said, both my centers they get the ball to me. Um, it's a rocket back to me. Same thing with Kalik. He I, he I had him in the last league and he was um very good at getting the snap back to me. Um. Who else they got? They got Prem, who plays very good defense. Um, they had Tom Garvey play for Mike Body this week. Mike Body also a very good player. Always been an impact player when he plays. Um, I just think, listen, they're a well-oiled machine, and I can't wait to see them in two weeks. Yeah, like what else could we say? We got give me some stats. Give me some stats of this game before Augie. Augie eight targets, four catches for sixty-one yards and three touchdowns. Mm. Augie three another Augie's a touchdown machine. Touchdown yo. machine. You play with Sobes and you're and you're good. Augie is Jordy machine. Nelson. Sobes is Rogers. Okay. That's what. It, that's what. Uh, it's my, Liam finished with five catches for seventy five yards and a touchdown. Also had a sack. Kalik had two sacks. Also had forty yards receiving. Uh, Rich Ritter had an interception. Augie also had an interception. Augie probably had his best week of the season by okay. far this week. 
Um, and they just Zach finds everyone. He he got everyone to target this they week. They got on Rich offense. Ritter in the last round. The second to last round. That's I such believe. a steal. Yeah, Rich Ritter, good such athlete. A steal. Yeah, seriously, big strong kid. No, uh, for sure. Give me some uh, Saint stats here. Saints stats. We already talked about Taz's Taz, day, yeah. but uh, Billy, uh, 11 targets this week. He leads the league in targets now, I believe. I like that Taz came out feeding Billy. Listen, I've been stressing it on every podcast, throw your number one receiver. And I think they have two number one receivers in Billy and Abby. Yeah. Um, but Billy had 11 targets, seven catches for 61 yards. Abby had three, ca- only three catches on three targets, but had a 45-yard touchdown where it was he very lost, good. Yeah. And there, Abby, just know there is a video of it. So there you go. <laughs> um, Demetrius paid four catches, 80 yards, two touchdowns. I know one of them was on a couple missed flag grabs so a couple stiff arms couple, that they didn't yeah, call <laughs> yeah. um christian also another good athlete only had three catches on five targets but overall i think they played really well and if it weren't for the two interceptions that has the right to players on the cowboys we might have been looking at a different result or just a much better game all right the thing about the cowboys that everyone's saying they're the elite team they're the team to beat the thing i've noticed there are two teams in this league that got their shit together everyone else is trying to figure out who they are and what they can do not the Cowboys and not the Browns. That's why that game to me is going to be the the. Uh, well, those are the two the favorites right now. But I'm saying what separates them from everybody else is both those teams have their shit together. No, we know I, what we're they, gonna they, do. They, they, I right, agree. They, they, they're great athletes. They're great players. Not taking anything away from them, but the competition they face so far are teams that haven't gotten their shit together. Yeah. So that's what's separating those two teams from everyone. No, else. I absolutely agree, and uh, th- that's going to be it for today. But before I want to, before I get out of here, I, I do want to stress this. The teams that are 0-3, Titans, Saints, are right in it. You're one game out of the playoffs. All that matters, and what, the first two te- first two seeds have a bye, right? Yes. So you, so right now, it'll be your team and, and the Cowboys yes. that have a bye. So you could avoid Sobes or Kersman's team in the first round, and is, you just got to get better every week. I think the Saints are going to get better. I think, like we said, they don't have to win this week, but they have to look good, and I think... Taz setting, you know, the record so far passing yards shows you that they look good enough. Uh, I, I think the Titans, same thing. They they lose, they lost a few games right now. They're by one, one possession. possession. They they could easily turn around little tweaks here and there. Uh, Vikings have looked really good. The Raiders that we've all said have looked really good. Um, what other teams lead? The Giants. I think the switch to Rob L makes a huge difference. Is Cowboys it? and Browns we know are the two uh, at, at the top right now. I, I think every team has something to look forward to. The Jets, they got Paul. They just got Jack. So I, I think Paul, like Paul said before, he's still confident moving forward. I think every team has something to look forward to. I think every team has the opportunity to get better. And I still do believe every team could beat every team in this league if they play the right way and, and, and they get their shit together, like you're saying, Dad. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, next week. I really am. Anything else that we want to get out of here before? Yeah, we're going into week four. At, at this point in the season, you got to be knowing what you're doing now. It, it can't, you, it's no longer a feel-out process. If you don't have, like I said, if you don't have your shit together by now, you're not going to be a, a one of the final six teams. One question for you, Kurtzman. Turf coming or? I, ta- I emailed the lady today. I'm going to call her tomorrow. She doesn't answer, and I'm hoping we can get on the turf this week. Uh, this week, turf? Uh, Poss- possibly. So we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep you guys updated. Uh, before I get out of here, I just want to thank everyone for listening. As always, you guys kill it. We're doing a great job of promoting and expanding the league, and it's a huge, obviously huge part is everyone listening to this uh, right now. I am going to record right now. I'm going to Steve's house. I'm going to record my Triple Threat podcast with him. We're talking about NBA Jeff recap, probably some more other stuff in sports. Make sure you guys give that a listen. 
Uh, tomorrow I'll be dropping that. This comes out to this uh, OBFFL podcast is going to come out tonight. My Triple Threat podcast comes out tomorrow. We are in the works with Apple. My my podcast got denied because I didn't have a bio. And so I, ha- I had to make a bio. So we're still awaiting approval on that. And once that happens, we're looking for subs and, and all that kind of stuff. Everyone, thanks for listening. Let's keep this shit going. It's still lit. We're, the turf is coming. Uh, videos going to be posted. Zach's doing the montage right now. Make sure you guys retweet this. Follow me on SoundCloud. Whatever you guys got to do. Everyone, have a good one. Tell a friend to tell a friend about Kurtzman's Flag Football League. And let's get it next week, boys.